This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.41 and it's time for today on Twitter where people are sharing how not to be scammed. So this comes from a tweet um, started by Lady Miss Azira um, who essentially says, what are your tips to avoid being a scam victim? And then goes on to list her own tips um, and uh, those include things like don't link your debit card to any e-commerce platform or subscriptions, use only your credit card, unlink Facebook from your phone and any payment methods, don't click on any links uh, that you get on SMS. Insist on emails to confirm bank or LHD and calls and so on. Uh, avoid service provider platforms that require you to download apps or to surrender SMS permissions to them. Use PayPal or trusted payment platforms that have fraud or scam protections. You can also ask for refunds um, if uh, there are any issues. So others have also come with their own uh, examples of tips to avoid being uh, scammed. Soraya, for instance, says use strong and different passwords for each account, especially email and bank accounts. Generating strong passwords and organizing them is so easy through a password manager. Um, so a password manager is something that I also was um, sort of advised to use a few years ago. And since then, it really has made uh, both the saving of passwords, but also the generating of difficult passwords um, and different passwords for each account um, much easier than if I were to do them manually. So that's a great tip. Uh, Jotalog, meanwhile, says your uh, bank account that your salary goes into um, shouldn't be used to uh, to uh, to create other transactions and rather you should use a second bank account where you transfer money into and use that to make any transactions, which I think is also an interesting suggestion. I'm not sure that everybody would be a big fan of having multiple bank accounts, but I think this idea of making sure that you create separation between where the bulk of your money is kept and where you might make online transactions is Always a good idea, if, if nothing else, as a way to track what sorts of transactions you're making. Um, but all of this, of course, comes back to um, this idea of not just learning to identify scams, but taking proactive measures to avoid being scammed in the first place. So that's what we're going to be um, looking at today. We'd love to hear your tips as well. What are your tips to avoid being a scam victim? Send them through. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for your messages. So keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Banish feudal mentality. BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station. So earlier on today on Twitter, we were discussing uh, tips to avoid being scammed. This comes from a Twitter thread um, calling for tips on how to avoid being a scam victim. So we'd love to hear from you as well. What are your tips to avoid being a scam victim? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. So we have um, some tips coming in already. So let's start with this from Rebecca on how to avoid being a scam victim. So Rebecca says. 
I have several ways, some that had been mentioned by others as well. One of the tips that I'll share is involving uh, involves separating work and personal numbers, especially when business cards are involved. Many of these scam calls contact my work number instead of my personal number, which is one reason that the work number is circulated uh, widely via business cards and public premise visitor logs. Once these so-called scams from banks, uh, LHDN or other automated callers call, I would put it down immediately. Um, yes, even when I'm picking up parcels, I avoid putting down my personal number. Rebecca, that's actually a really great tip. Um, I'm not so sure how many people like the idea of having multiple phone numbers, but I think that point about being careful where you put your phone number down um, is a really good one. Um, I think it, it can be tough because you're right that, you know, often we are asked to put down our phone numbers in multiple places. The the visitor logs is one that I always think about and how you're often asked to write down your phone number in a logbook on you know, an apartment or a building that you're visiting. Um, and I've always felt a little uncomfortable about that. So yes, that's, that's a really great tip. Um, we do have a voice note that's come in on this as well. This is from Sabrina. I received a call um, who did not identify who he was, suddenly he just jumped straight, oh, um, you don't have to pay your cell com bill anymore. I said, excuse me, who is this? So he claimed that he was from uh, cell com and uh, all I have to do is just um, click at, on an SMS. Uh, everything will be done online. So I said, oh, um, just tell me uh, which branch and I'll drop by. Oh, no need, no need, Kak. Tak payah, tak payah. Uh, ni buat kat online je. Kak, Kak pandai tak nak tekan SMS. So, I knew that uh, this was a scam. So, I went like, no, no, no. You tell me which is your uh, branch. I can drop by right now. I'm on my way already. I can just go to the blue cube. So, after four times, uh, you know, unsuccessfully, this guy tried to um, squeeze me into agreeing that I know how to click an SMS. Uh, he just, okay lah, terima kasih lah, Kak. Asyik go. <laughs> so... That's a scammer, scamming a scammer. Bye. Sabrina, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I think that experience honestly would sound so familiar to so many people. Um, and I think the tip there really is... Um, always ask for verification, always volunteer to go down to a branch or to even call them back through an official number, not a number that they give you and ask them, ask you to call. Um, yeah, I think this is something that most of us have experienced at least once. We have uh, Jam saying, women scam alert. Remember to also be wary of love scams. Never lend money to a man no matter what he says. Don't become a victim. Uh, well, Jam, Good advice, except I think that can actually apply across the board. Um, if you meet someone and engage in a potential romantic relationship with them, I think it you should be very wary about being asked for money. You should verify their background. Um, so yes, that is good advice. Um, let's see. I'd like to, a couple of people bringing up Truecaller, uh, Kinming and uh, Razul, both suggesting Truecaller as a way of identifying um, scammy phone numbers. Also a good tip. Just to close off, um, I think we have time for a couple of messages on, um, let's see, on the um, how to avoid being a scam victim. Very quickly, Mizi says... Um, 
you can open several bank accounts to minimize the chance of scam. Uh, to open several bank accounts to minimize the chances of scams is going to be difficult for some of us. Nowadays, a lot of banks require us to provide a salary slip or an employer's letter. And when asked if it's a Bank Nagara directive, I got an evasive answer. For housewives, they can furnish their husband's data. For the unemployed uh, elderly, they can use their children's. I feel it's going to make us lose our privacy, which we need so much to counter hacking and scams. It also smacks off some marketing info gathering. Um, no, I, I think actually you're right. That um, This comes from a tweet that someone had put up about opening separate bank accounts. I agree. Not necessarily something that everyone can do. Um, in the meantime, we also have this voice note from Roberto. As a rule of thumb, I never pick up any phone call from any number that is not in my contact list, period. I know from the fact that any government office officer will never gonna call me from a cell phone number. Neither any bank is gonna call me from a cell phone number, period, as simple as that. No LHDN, no insurance, whatever, no bank is gonna call me or immigration or the, no. So as usual, I never answer any phone number, telephone number, cell phone number that is not in my contact list. That means that is not identified as somebody belong to that number. Uh, if it's really somebody, I will let them call me three, four times. Then that means that somebody really wants to contact me. Then I will consider to answer, but I never, one rule of thumb, I never disclose any information over the phone. If they claim that they are from the bank, I tell them I will go to the branch. If they insist, I then I hang up because there's no way that over the phone I can fix anything in my branch or in LHDN or whatever. Roberto, thank you for those tips. Um, we are running out of time on this side of things, but do keep your thoughts coming. So keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.